Welcome to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. I'm your host, Matt Halloran. Being your own loud is not new to marketing, but the mindset, strategies, and resources to help you get there are evolving faster than this industry is keeping up. It is time to find a new perspective on what works why and how to move your business forward. Listen as I interview guests to help you learn from them how to be your own loud. Let's get to the show. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. This is your host, Matt Halloran. So I love bringing unique people to our audiences, all of you know, and our guest today is no different, but unique in a fundamentally different way. The way that she positions herself in the marketplace is almost a double entendre, but it's not really because of who she is and what she does. And we're going to dive into that here in just a minute. So her name is Stephen Gwynup. She's the founder and CEO of Grow Wealthy. Stephen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you for having me. Okay. What is Grow Wealthy? Who are you? And why did I bring you here? (laughs) Okay. Grow Wealthy is an advisory firm where we actually advise advisors, financial advisors on how to get their health back on track. So it's a health coaching company to prepare people for a better life now and a better retirement in the future. That's who Grow Wealthy is. It's a play on words, Matt. W-E-L-L for wellness is is how we spell wealthy because we see health as another asset in your retirement plan. Um, And then as far as who I am, I I am the girl named Stephen. And I am the daughter of a financial advisor who was in the industry 32 years. I was 11 years old when he decided to open this office in Arkansas. I got to work in his office, meet his clients. And that's where I get my, quote, secondhand knowledge of the financial industry. When he came to me, after college and said, I think that you would be great in this business. Would you like to take over my book of business? I said, no, which looking back, maybe I should have. He was very (laughs) successful, (laughs) but there was something deep in my gut where I'd seen too many examples of both clients and advisors dying at the desk or just having one good year and not really getting to use that seed money they'd put aside. And I was like, I'm going to fix it and become an exercise physiologist. But now here I am at the intersection of both. I serve advisors through wellness and uh, it feels perfect. How do you help people overcome this badge of honor? And I'm air quoting there that it's okay to die at your desk or that this is everything to them. You have to interrupt some very strongly and closely held beliefs because how many hours I'm sitting at the desk and the fact that I'm always here, which we all know is the worst possible thing you can do for your health. How do you slap them around per se to get them to wake up and realize that that's not the best way to live? Stories are always a great place to start. You don't want to tell somebody they're doing it wrong, but you can give people a little tap on the shoulder and give let them borrow someone else's crisis, essentially. So I have a story 
I was in Scotland and I was sitting on a bus. We had just left an advisor event. I was a teenager. I don't know, 18, 19, something like that. And I was sitting on the bus next to one of the the most successful advisor on the whole trip. In fact, he was a managing partner and was really at a, a pinnacle of success for advisors. And you looked at all the other people around and they would have given anything to be in his shoes. Mm-hmm. And he was miserable. His health was broken. His relationships were broken with his kids and his wife. He was didn't want to be even in Scotland on that trip. And he just kind of sat in a heap worn out and tired, wondering what in the world had just happened with his life. And that made an impression on me. And I hope that it makes an impression on other people to say, maybe we need to stop chasing this one thing. And I I like to use analogies too. I grew up in Arkansas and there's the mighty Mississippi River. It's called the mighty Mississippi for a reason because it floods. It's powerful. People die in it every year and it destroys crops. Where I grew up, there were cotton fields everywhere. And if the Mississippi River floods, then all the cotton fields die. So you have to build these levees and the levees keep the water where it should be and they keep your crops growing. And that I feel like advisors are sold a little bit of a misleading future, hustle, hustle, come in early like these people, be the last one in the office, and then you can do whatever. But that that then never happens. Just getting people to realize that they've maybe been misled and there are other things that are important they need to bring to the forefront. When I was a coach, I used to bring up the five Fs or the the five things that we all have in common. So that's be family, faith, fitness, financial security, and fun. Those are the five things that I think everybody has, but also for everything you want in life, you have to give up for something proportionate to that want, which are time, talents, treasures. That's what everybody knows. But the other one is relationships and control. And I have worked with so many advisors who are so terrified of not having that level of hustle not having that level of stress, Stephen. I mean, that's the thing that so many of them, they look like they're 90 years old and they're 55 because (laughs) they have stressed themselves out. How do you help them walk before they run literally in this system that you have to rescue these wonderful people who've given so much to their clients to help them live the life that they want, but they're not taking their own medicine? Yeah, there's such giving people. Advisors are so they're so care oriented that they they leave the door open maybe longer than they should, the light on, whatever you want to call it, helping them realize that they can serve best and we all know this when they serve themselves and almost giving permission to be um selfish. And selfish is serving when we get there. And so what we do, a lot of people are like, they feel, they come to me and they feel guilty. I know I should be exercising. I can't, I try to get to the gym, but if I can't get to the gym, I feel like I've let myself down. I carry this guilt with me. First of all, I give them permission to not have to go to the gym and say, it's okay. That never has to be a part of your life again, if you don't want it to be, because at this point it's adding more stress. How can we remove first Then once we're to a really safe, happy place, then we can maybe start adding some things back in. And that's a different shift because a lot of people are told they have to do X, Y, Z. And I'm saying, 
In fact, not only do you not have to do them, we need to, we, I'm going to ask you not to do them. Please don't do them yet because it's almost like this Maslow hierarchy of needs, right? You have to build the foundation and exercising at the gym is like step four at least. And there's a lot of other things. And one of my clients came to me about maybe two months in or three months, something like that to the program. And he goes, this isn't fair. I shouldn't have lost 25 pounds. I don't know how I lost it. I don't know what's going on here because I feel like I really haven't changed and I'm not doing enough to get that result. And to me, that's like the best compliment in the world. He doesn't, it's not like he had to hustle and kill himself. And there's so many people that when I talk to him, this one advisor I talked to last week, she's like, I don't know if I even want to be healthy because the life that I would have to live to get that is no fun. It's too hard. I'm already stressed out. And that's where we just have to do a little education. Matt, when I was in Australia, I almost died six years ago. I was laying on a table, uh, just ready to say goodbye to the world. I was septic. And when I came out of that, my health deteriorated pretty quickly for two years. I gained weight. A lot of things happened. So even though I have a master's in exercise science and kinesiology, and I have the gold standard certifications and all of these things that I should know what I'm doing, I couldn't fix my own health. Sometimes we have to let go of what we know to be true. And then we have to just start rebuilding that again into what real health is. That's what I help them do. I'm sure this happens all the time and why I'm so happy to have you on the show so that you can maybe stop one or a hundred thousand people from doing this, which is okay. January 1st, I got to get healthy. And then they, what they do is they push themselves too hard, too fast. They get sore or they hurt themselves. And then all of a the sudden they lost any of that little bit of momentum Break your process down a little bit more. I want, because you said a lot of things there that I want everybody to have a greater understanding. Yeah. It's removing the guilt, taking things out instead of adding things because you don't want to add to the stress. Unpack that a little bit more, maybe with another story or another example. Yeah, sure. Let's just say you went and you're like, okay, I'm going to lose some weight and I'm going to go keto or paleo or whatever. You're going to pick a diet that has a name and you're going to go hard and then you get sick of it after two weeks and you fall off the wagon. Okay. That's, that's extreme. Think about it a different way. That's all based on things you can't have. I can't have the sweets I like or the bread or the sugar or whatever. And you're eliminating, you're, you're feeling like you're missing out. Well, where we start is what can, what can we do to make it fun? And, and easy. An example for your listeners is you can download the Daily Dozen app. It's free. It's for everybody. It's a nonprofit organization called nutritionfacts.org. And it's 24 little check boxes. Your goal is to see how many of those you can actually get into your diet today. And it changes the whole thing. Like it's become, you become a detective, you're excited. Yay, I got 12 today. I only had six yesterday, whatever. I am, I'm not joking when I say that this changes you physiologically. Your, your hormones change, your resistance to fat loss changes, your mindset, your motivation. It all gets a little plug versus like a knockdown off the platform. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Is your big picture ultimate goal for this to then get passed on from you to the advisor to their clients? Because I'm just thinking of broad 
uh, again, understand, Stephen, this is a marketing podcast, right? Yeah. So my brain is always going, okay, so now we've got the advisors that are healthy. First off, that's going to be better for their marketing. They're going to feel better. They're going to feel stronger. They're going to feel like they have more energy. They're going to look better. They're going to sound better. They're going to come across more confident because they feel that way. Okay, all of that's good. So we put a pin in that. But how... I know that advisors want to somehow be able to pass this sort of stuff on because there's a bunch of people, Stephen, who are listening to the show who have made those life changes. It has been changing to their entire existence. Yeah. Do you have any tools, tips, and resources that advisors can use then to pass that on to their clients? Help me with that. First of all, let me just go back to a framework. There's three things, okay? If you want to get your health back on track for retirement, you have to do three things. One of them is treat your health like a retirement asset, like an investment. Start looking at the numbers, track the trends, look at it like you would your bank account. Is it going up or down? Whatever. The second thing is you need to invest in high ROI activities. And high return on investment means how little of an investment of time or effort with the biggest reward or outcome, right? Not all activities are created equal. And I, I, I will preach this till the day I die is that going to the gym is not a high ROI activity. Something that's a high ROI activity is going for a walk within 15 minutes of your biggest meal with your mouth closed, breathing out of your nose outside. Like, and I can tell you why it's high ROI another time, but just know that, that you're going to get more benefit there than spending two hours getting to the gym, driving, blah, 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 whatever. So that's number two. Number three is automation. It has to be automated so you pay yourself first. So it actually happens. When someone comes to me and says, I try to stick to a budget, let's say it's for the advisor, you know what that means, right? They're not really doing it. I try to get to the gym twice a week. They're not really doing it. The reality is much, much different than that. So how do we make it pay them first and get it automated happening in their everyday life, no matter what. Once we make the advisors authentic to their own message, then we can go out and we can help them help their people, their 200 families or whatever, by being that mentor. And that's why I created this little conversation guide. It's got four conversation starters that my clients can use with their clients to enhance their planning for retirement, looking at their finances through a finance through through a health lens. And that really helps them not only live the life that their clients want and become that mentor, but it helps their clients know that this guy really or this gal really knows what is going to make be best for me. And it goes beyond the numbers. And that's Matt, I think you and I have even spoken about the four pillars study that came out by Age Wave. That was done 2020. There was one that was done in 2014 also with Merrill Lynch, but then in 2020, it was with Edward Jones. And they found that health is in both studies, number one, for a successful retirement. So if you're a retirement planner, if you're helping people protect and grow their assets for a future or even to enjoy now, you have to really bring in all the parts. And I'll just go over the four pillars really quickly. It was health, relationships, purpose, and finance in that order. So if you can ask someone, how are you doing on your health? And what does that number or answer mean in relation to your finances that maybe there's a gap that we haven't considered? That's a very tangible, real conversation that's going to make you 
be trusted and liked and referred to. So many advisors have those conversations with their clients and they don't have those tools, Stephen. That's the thing that really gets me. And so I'm very, very grateful. Can can our people get that? Definitely, yes. If they go to, to growwealthy.com, G-R-O-W-W-E-L-L-T-H-Y.com forward slash retire. And that it's right there. So put in your name and email and it will download the PDF right to you. You can use it with your clients. It's free. It's open to use however you see fit. And there, there's four of them. Oh, there's four of them. Okay. So we'll make yeah. sure that we have the, the link to that in the show notes so that whoever's listening to the podcast can go ahead and do that. Okay. Health care is a wild card, right? I mean, not just for the financial services professionals, but for their clients do you do any consulting on that? I mean, how how does how do you help balance? Because, well, Stephen, you know this. There's a huge financial component to all of this when it comes to staying wealthy and to grow old and grow wealthy in your age and actually live the retirement that you want. How do you navigate any of that? Do you provide any sort of consultation or advice? Are there any places that you can direct people? What What do you think about that? when it comes to those things, we're talking about lifespan. We're talking about health span. And a lot of people aren't familiar with that term health span because insurance is based on how long you're going to live, take your last breath. But that wild card that you just mentioned of finances and retirement happens in the 15 years of sick span that nobody wants. Nobody plans, knows how long that's going to last or how much care you're going to need. Really, what we're trying to do is increase the health span, the number of years that you're well, decrease that sick span. Maybe it, it impacts your lifespan. Maybe it doesn't because we've got so many medical advances right now that, I mean, just in the last hundred years, the lifespan's gone from 56 to 79 or something like that. But what's not changing is that health span in the middle. It's we're just being sick longer. So how that's a conversation that you can go kind of beyond the insurance. Insurance wants to know BMI, they want to know lifespan, but quality of life, how much fun you're having and how much drain on your finances is happens between the difference in health span and sick span. So that is where those conversations become really interesting. Do you want to live longer and for 15 years sit on a couch with dialysis three times a week and the only time you get out is to go see your doctor? Or do you want to be walking the golf course every day, playing pickleball and going to climb a mountain? You know, like you can be the same age, you can have the same amount of money, you can be retired, have the same amount of time, but they're two very different qualities of life. Making sure that financial services professionals do these things for themselves first, I think is that wonderful step. And those advisors who do this for themselves truly become a comprehensive financial planner, in my opinion, because I do think that there's a lot of things that we all know that the advisors talk about, Stephen, that aren't part of the CFP and aren't part of any sort of advanced training. It's part of the life of a financial advisor. All right. Right. We had a call before the call, and uh, most of our guests or our clients know that, that, that I'm going to meet you and we're going to chat and wax philosophical uh, about who you are and what you've done. But there's something coming down the pipeline here that I want to preview. And I don't know if I'm the first person you're previewing this with, but you've got 
like this written thing coming out relatively yeah. soon, don't you? Can you talk a little bit about that? One of my clients had this crazy idea a while back and said, hey, you should write a book. Nobody's looking at health from a financial perspective like this. And this is the first time that I've ever been successful in actually keeping weight off. And I was like, all right, okay, that's really nice. Thank you. But no. <laughs> so, but then, you know, things just happen and keep knocking on the door. And I actually agreed to do it. So I'm writing a book and it's on it's it's geared toward financial professionals themselves looking at that connection between health and wealth and what that really means for them as a person as well as their business and how it can be the fertilizer for all things and that book i'm working on it right now and my book coach who i hired um, to help me with this process because it's a total side project with my regular coaching i'm doing he suggested that I do some more interviews to keep my finger on the pulse of the industry and make sure I really understood. So I have committed to interviewing 300 advisors by the end of the year. And today I did uh, interview 201. So I have 99 left to get in the last few weeks of the year, which has been super fun. I've learned tons of things from you guys. It's been an amazing journey, but that is where I've, I'm getting so many stories. How, how can we borrow, I call it a face in the grass moment from somebody else so we don't have to have it ourselves. And then what are those easy steps? Because not everybody's ready to work with me. I can only work with so many people. Maybe some people can't afford to work with me. I don't know. This is a great starting point to get these concepts out, but then also to educate your clients about if they understand finance and they're struggling with their health, it's a pretty easy transfer once you understand to take the skill set from one over to the other. And that's what the book will focus on. Do people hire you? Do you speak at conferences? I mean, uh, let's break down a little bit about how people can engage with you. As far as speaking goes, yes, I speak to advisors who are my clients. I will do education for their clients, like okay. customer appreciation events or whatever, help to spread that word for them. And then I do speaking at conferences as well. And those are typically paid things. It just depends on what's going on. Those are more side things. What I what I really do, the bread and butter, is I coach people. And there's lots of different ways it can it can be, you know virtual world DIY, where they go through my program. It's called the Wealth Academy, and it goes through 12 steps and lays them out for you, kind of a drip format, or actual coaching where we meet every couple of weeks, once a month, once a quarter, and we just get that trend line that's been sliding down to pull up on the airplane and get it to go in the opposite direction. And we track it in a very real way with a balance sheet. I call it the wealth balance sheet. We actually get a net wealth and we track those numbers every quarter and we watch things turn around. And it's it's amazing. When we change one thing, everything domino effects into a really, like it's almost like they dissolve the other things do. I want to tell your listeners because sometimes people focus on the wrong thing. And if I can give just a tip really quick, when you guys are looking at your numbers, the doctor gives you like these three pages of all these numbers, or you find out your BMI is not where it should be or whatever. There's one number that rules them all. And it's the most indicative of chronic disease risk profile. And there are two reasons people come to me. One is for their looks. One is for their longevity one or the other, and what, which it doesn't matter, whichever one they want, 
the one number still matters, and that is the waste circumference. I preach this all the time in my my posts on LinkedIn and every talk I do is measure your waist at the belly button, not your pant size, at the belly button, divide it by your height. And if that number is over 0.5, then you need to call me. We need to figure this out and, and get you back on the right track. We can do a little checkup for you and figure out, you know, if, if there's some log jam, we can get figured out in one session. If not, maybe we need to make some changes over a long term. But that's the number because it tells me a whole bunch about your metabolic profile, about your sugar profile, your gut health, your stress levels, everything. And you guys can do that quick little measurement at home. So measure your waist in inches, divide it by your height in inches. And if it's more than half your height, then you know that there's an issue that it needs to be fixed. Wow. All right. What question should I have asked you that I didn't? <laughs> what question? Gosh, you asked me some some great ones. I don't know if there's anything else. Maybe, oh, I know. How am I going to get the other 99 people to get interviewed for this podcast? Ah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Answer that one. I would love any time that your listeners have 10 minutes to ask six questions and get me to the goal of being able to get this book started in the first quarter of next year. If, you, if you're open to that, if you have a story, if you've struggled with your health or if you've been successful, doesn't matter. Let's talk. Again, go to growwealthy.com forward slash book. That's for nice. the book interviews, B-O-O-K. And that would be super helpful. This book is for you guys. This book is to help people down the road. This is not a money-making event. In fact, if you interview with me, I'll give you a book. It's fine. I just want this information out there because I have this big, hairy, audacious goal that I want to change the whole industry and the conversations that we're having so that everyone, you and your clients get to live a full retirement. Amen, sister. Well, that was freaking awesome. So everybody, <laughs> we'll make sure that we have those links in our show notes. Please check out the show notes uh, and click on the links. Follow Stephen on LinkedIn. She has put she puts out these wonderful videos that are not only super educational, but they're they're fun to watch. She's got unbelievably contagious energy and absorb that energy and use that to help yourself grow wealthy. Here's the thing. She said either how you look or how you feel that's the core of everything, right? When when you really look at how you're going to position yourself in the marketplace as an expert, if you're sitting down in front of your clients and your face is red, you've got burst blood vessels in your nose, you breathe super heavily, you're sweating while you're sitting there, you're not instilling the level of confidence that your clients are gonna need to truly not only take you seriously, but also take your advice. And that's just an image thing I mean, there's obviously repercussions from that, but also think about it in the way that don't you want to reflect the radiant health that you want your clients to have in retirement so that they can live the retirement that you and they have worked so hard to plan for and to actually put stuff in place. And if that's the case, and if you really want to just change that, this is a perfect podcast is coming out one of those times where everybody tries to make all of these wonderful goals. This is the greatest time for you to reach out to Steven, follow her class, download the class, offer yourself for the interviews, do everything you possibly can, because this is the change that you can make in 2022 to make it so that your life and your client's life are even better. Steven, welcome and 
thank you so much for being on the show. I can't thank you enough for what you're doing for our industry. And if there's anything that we can do to help you fundamentally change the way that every advisor thinks about their own health, I'm in it with you, sister. Awesome. Thank you so much, Matt. Very well said. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new show, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And finally, uh, share this with somebody. Everybody who's listening to this knows that one advisor who maybe this is just going to nudge them and you're going to be the catalyst to help them live that life that they truly have worked so hard to have. So for Steven and everybody at Grow Wealthy and all of us here at Proudmouth, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Thanks for listening to the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast brought to you by Proudmouth. If you want to learn more about how you can be your own loud, visit our website, read our blog posts, attend our educational webinars, and sign up for our new Influence Accelerator Academy, where you too can learn how to truly be an influencer in your space. Have a wonderful day.